Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. Yes, that music can only mean one thing. Succession. Well, beast them. We'll go full beast! The TV comedy drama follows the highly dysfunctional Roy family behind the global media and entertainment conglomerate Waystar Royco. The family are fighting amongst themselves for control of the company due to uncertainty over the health of their patriarch, Logan Roy. It's technically an American series, but a huge amount of British influence has got into it too. A good chunk of the cast, writers and producers all hail from the UK, as does showrunner Jesse Armstrong. Succession has won numerous awards and a fourth season has already been confirmed. But just how has the show become such a global hit? Also, a quick spoiler warning here. We will be speaking about what's happened so far in the third series ahead of the final episode. Here's a little reminder. No one's on my side in this. I need you to protect me, Pinky. If we don't beef up soon, I think we end up someone's lunch. When will your father die? Uh, with due respect. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Obviously, hugely... Looking forward to my father dying. Right. Where does this end? This friction. I thought my family was dysfunctional. This is next level. Roman is a knucklehead. Shiv is a fake. And Kenny is screwy. I've seen more than any of them. This life is not for everyone. It's a number on a piece of paper. It's a fight for a knife in the mud. I'm a good guy. I'm better than you. The clips there, courtesy of HBO and Sky. Anna Jordan is a screenwriter, playwright, director and teacher. I worked on the first season and I wrote episode four, which is called Sad Sack Wasp Trap. And um, ridiculously, actually, Succession was my first TV job. (laughs) I was a playwright up until then. I had developed some TV ideas, but it was my first time in a writer's room and it was my first time working on a show that got made. So it was an absolute baptism of fire. But I think because the stakes felt so high for me, there were such exciting people involved in it and it was such an exciting project that in a sense it was liberating because I thought I know I'm going to mess up at times there's no quite way to get this right so I'm just going to throw myself into it. You've worked on a number of big shows since then what do you think makes Succession such a standout series? Something I've heard people say so often both online and in person is I'm watching this show and I can't believe that all these characters seem completely irredeemable and absolutely vile and idiotic and yet I can't stop watching and I find myself rooting for them or hating them but still coming back for more. I suppose that is what is subversive and exciting about Succession because I feel that from the beginning it's 
I suppose, unapologetic in its sort of commitment to the relentlessness of these characters and didn't want to apologise for how vile they were. (laughs) And I think that feels fresh in a lot of ways. You know, I think as writers, there's been this kind of myth that we need to make likeable characters, where the truth is that we need to make interesting characters and complex characters. And it's okay if we don't always like them or support them or get behind them. So I think that is one of the joys of it. And one of the things that really makes it successful. Another thing is that I think it's really a show of and for our times because we, I think, are becoming more aware than we ever have been before about the power of the 1%, the power of uh, media moguls and the levels of corruption between the media and politicians and, and how all that stuff works. And there's a surreal quality to it. The best example of that is when we see brothers and sisters fighting in the way, in, in such a childish, idiotic way, but yet they're fighting about a decision or a business deal that can, can affect huge um, kind of swathes of people. You know, we see Logan having a direct influence on whether the president is going to run for another term. And yet we see the way that these characters behave in such an, a childish way. And I think it's just that sort of level of ridiculousness and stupidity that It's also quite frightening. And I think that's what Succession depicts really well in a surreal and frightening way. What have you thought of the third season? I feel like this season's really got down into the nitty gritty of some of the characters and the relationships. And I really enjoy that. Like I could just watch Tom and Greg's duologues. I could I could watch, you know, the characters talking to each other. And I think they don't shy away from that. So I think that's been really great. I've really enjoyed Shiv's journey this season. I think that, and this isn't specifically referring to succession at all, but I think in TV, as we address the, you know, the sort of inequalities between casting for men and women, and particularly when you have a female character in a male dominated world, there's a feeling that you have to make that character strong. It's become a bit of a cliche. And I think what happens sometimes is we don't get to see the vulnerability, you know, we don't get to see as many female flawed characters. And I think this season we're really seeing Shiv out of herself we're seeing her be much more Machiavellian we're seeing her get much more sort of upset about things and seeing her sort of play more I suppose really and so I've really enjoyed that and I'm looking forward to seeing more of that I feel like and I think that this is really reflected in people's responses to succession as well like the last episode watching Shiv and Tom's sort of dirty talk conversation which is her saying you know I don't love you and you're not good enough for me I don't know like the bleakness of that Tom and Shiv's relationship never ceases to sadden me and it just continues I think I can't get any sadder about it and then I do but I like that about succession like it doesn't shy away from that and you know like Kendall's I think I'm sometimes kind of surprised but in a good way that we see Kendall go to such dark places like that feels right because he shows his trauma and he shows that he's broken and I really like that but of course because the script it, because it's so well written it never allows you to linger too long in um in his sadness or his darkness it's you're always kind of pulled back out of it and I think that uh, that it will continue to do that and I'm interested in what comes next where would you like to see the show go from here I'm I mean I'm a fan of the underdog so I'm I'm sort of cousin Greg all the way uh, and I I just love him as a character and I think you know I remember his introduction in the pilot that I laughed so much when I first read it yeah like I've got a massive uh, massive affection for Greg and I think 
Tom as well as the underdog. I think he's just such an appalling character, but I kind of love him as well. So I don't know how realistic it is, but I'm always happy to see more from them. Do you know what I mean? Like I I, I love the Tom and Greg storyline. And in a sort of perverse way, we see Kendall break and they're all broken and all breaking in their own kind of special ways. But yeah, I guess I'm kind of interested in seeing how the rest of them might break and what that might look like what happens when the pressure just gets too much it's sick of me to say that but um yeah I'd be interested in seeing that obviously succession mainly revolves around who is going to take over the company any ideas on who might be victorious in the end there was some conversation on Twitter over the last kind of couple of weeks about are you team Kendall are you team Roman and then there was other like kind of a bit of snobbery about that with some succession fans chiming in going oh god if you're rooting for someone you're just completely missing the point and the irony of it all I kind of don't think a lot about who will be victorious in the end because I think no matter who wins like no one's won it it's always going to be a dreadfully unhappy family. But I suppose it all comes down to what's going to happen when Logan dies, whether that's going to happen, whether that's going to feature. And God, yeah, I don't know. Like I say, I'm rooting for Greg, but I don't know how, I don't think that's very realistic. But then, you know, Connor saying he wants to run for president isn't very realistic, but who knows that could happen. <laughs> a fourth season has already been confirmed. How long do you see the show continuing for? It wouldn't surprise me if if season four was the last season. That's not based on any sort of insider info. It's just that I feel like the Brits have like more of a sense of like stopping when you're on a good thing. Wouldn't surprise me if it ended at the end of season four or possibly it would go on for a season five. I mean, I think it totally could. And I think there's always going to be an appetite for it. I suppose it's for Jesse and for the writers thinking about how much further they think the characters have to go in their journeys. And also, I guess, I kind of feel like a bit leaving people wanting more. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back on Monday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.